You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Today is a big day. (laughs) This episode marks our official 300th episode of this show. Can we just pause to celebrate you for a minute? Because this show would not be possible without you choosing to show up twice a week, tune into the episodes, share them with your friends, leave five-star reviews like the saints you are, and just be a part of our Heart family in our podcast Facebook group. Like, it is overwhelming to say the least how much love and support you have shown this show. We have over 2 million individual humans who have downloaded and listened to this podcast. And that number just keeps growing. Legit, I can't even wrap my head around that or I will start bawling. (laughs) So today for our 300th episode, we wanted to do something super special. Linz and I went back through all 300 episodes we've done and picked some of our absolute favorite moments from this show that wrecked us. These moments were ones that stand out as either our personal favorite episodes or episodes that we've had to give another little moment to. They were just that good. These episodes range from a couple of our personal favorite shows we've done, as well as the standout guest moments that we just have to highlight. And then it wouldn't be a true heart and hustle episode if we didn't serve you with some laughs to balance out the power punch moments. So naturally, we decided to end this episode with a little series of some more bloopers. You know you love them. (laughs) You ready to get the best of the best of the Heart and Hustle podcast? Hint, you're, uh, you're not ready, but buckle up anyway, friend, and let's do this. Have you always dreamed of becoming a photographer, but you have just no clue where to start when it comes to operating an actual camera? Maybe you finally bought that fancy camera or you've dusted off that old DSLR sitting in your garage for way too long. You pull out the manual and everything just looks Greek to you. Yes, we have been there. And we vividly remember when we first started out as photographers asking anyone and everyone for help because we didn't know what to do or where to even start. Well, good news if that sounds familiar. Today, we are going back to the basics. If you are ready to create stunning, professional-looking work that you are dang proud of and actually know how the heck to operate your camera, download our free manual mode camera cheat sheet at theheartuniversity.com forward slash manual, and you'll be on your merry way to becoming an absolute pro in no time. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, first up, we go way back to the beginning to one of our personal favorite episodes, episode number eight, why the language you use matters. Let's go. If you change how you think, you change your mindset. If you change your mindset, you change your behaviors. If you change your behaviors, you change your habits. If you change your habits, you change your outcomes. And if you change your outcomes, you change your life. Mm, because you can be struggling with something and not be that thing. The struggles and your or your struggles and your fears that you have, those do not define you. So stop speaking that over you. Stop giving them the power over you with the words that you use and the words that you think. Because what you're thinking, guys, is turning into what you say. And then what you say 
dictates your actions. Just like the quote that Evie said at the beginning, like your words and your thoughts about yourself have power. And when they are constantly dwelling on those negative things or even things that might be true, yes, maybe you do struggle with anxiety. Maybe you are naturally awkward. That does not define you. And the more that you give those words and those thoughts power with your with your thoughts and with your words, the more it's going to keep you captive of actually breaking free of that and doing what you were made to do and being Ugh. who you were made to be. Freaking Yes. This is from episode 77 with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, where she talks to us about the seven key areas of rest. Buckle up. This one's good. You know, most of us, we will schedule in all types of appointments for many things, but we, and things that we think that are good for our business and that'll help us to be more creative and to, you know, be more innovative. And we will quickly schedule those things on our calendar but not thinking that really to be to maintain a level of innovation and to maintain a level of creativity, you actually have to pour into that reservoir of your life. And that's what mm. creative rest looks like. You know, as we go into the discussion and talk about the seven types of rest, that's one that I find that most entrepreneurs have never heard of. And then they wonder why they, they can't think outside of the box as well as they would, would desire why their marketing's not up to par or they're, you know, they're watching someone else and it's like, wow, how does she come up with all these great ideas? And I can guarantee you some of the most productive people, actually Fast Company did an article on my book based on this exact topic. They called it Secrets of the Most Productive People because the most productive, highly effective and innovative people know how to rest well. Everybody looking at my life was like, wow, she's made it. But I had made a mess is what I had made. I had created a life that was toxic. There was no rest, but I was still producing. And so no one would have been able to tell you that I was burned out, but I knew how I felt. I didn't enjoy the work I was doing anymore. I didn't have time for my family. I didn't have time for my marriage. Everything was kind of, it was like, it was like I was so focused on success for so long that I got, that success got easy. But the things that made life sweet and enjoyable, those things got very hard. And I got out of balance, as some people would say. I call it a life out of harmony because I don't believe we can ever Mm. get work-life balance, but we can have work-life harmony where they work together and they create something beautiful. All right, friends, let's go back to one of the most loved episodes We cannot still believe that we had him on the show, the incredible Dean Graciosi on episode 103. We need to tap into that underdog mindset that lives inside all of us and become massively and relentlessly resourceful. If you look at the most successful people throughout time, and I geeked out on a lot of successful people, even the founders of America, George Washington and and Benjamin Franklin, and and I went through Thomas Jefferson, I went through Sam Adams, I, I... all quintessential underdogs never should have made it. It's when somebody tells you no, or it's not going to work, or you're not smart enough. Do you go, "Uh, probably not. Or do you go, oh, wait and let me show you, (laughs) right? Those little things, because when, when it, it all depends, you can ask yourself, this is, you know, the last time things didn't work out the way you wanted, when you got your first no, did you quit? That's not being resourceful. Because if things don't work out the first time, what do you do? You try a different angle. And what if that doesn't work? You try again. And what if that doesn't work? What if that doesn't work 70 more times? You try 70 different ways because the 71st time changes your freaking life forever. 
And then those of you who might be in a situation that you hate or a job that sucks while you're trying to launch your company. Here's what I want to tell you. Trick yourself into loving what you do right now, because know that it was designed by God, the universe, whatever you believe in. And it's part of your journey. And how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you're like, I'm doing this job shitty because someday my my business is going to launch and then I'll love it and then I'll be excited. Mm, I don't think you get past the success auditor. You got to pay your success tax by doing whatever it is you do to your fullest potential. Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, (laughs) HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. All right, let's talk about Pinterest. You know, that beloved site you spend hours upon hours on curating your dream home, closet, and wedding. Like it's fun, right? But it's also more than just fun. Did you know that Pinterest can be an invaluable tool for your own business? Here's the deal. Pinterest is an extremely powerful search engine that you can leverage to get your brand and business out there. It's a way to reach new audiences that you wouldn't normally reach through other social media, which is why we wanted to shed light on this popular social platform and share a few reasons why you should be utilizing it now to exponentially grow your business and expand your audience. Like honestly, it is the number one traffic driver to my business. Yes. If you feel lost on where to start, don't worry. We have a whole pin your heart out freebie ready for you to dive into the marketing and help you start the process. So you can snag it at theheartuniversity.com forward slash Pinterest. The next clips are from one of the episodes that made us cry our eyes out while talking with Brian Biro on episode 167. Grab some tissues. See, I had hoped and prayed that with everything perfect, Allison could go 117.5. And believe me, I knew my kids. They were my life. Well, I thought I did. Allison had gone 105.9. Oh my more than 12 seconds. And here's the most incredible part of all. All right. She came back that night and she swam and went even faster in the finals. And what I realized how was that every person I ever coached, every person that listens to your show, every person that you've ever known has an Allison factor inside of them. And we need to focus on their possibilities instead of their limits, because that kind of breakthrough is available to all of us. Another one of the seven habits that really I, I think is, is really important one 
Um, and it's, it, it is one that takes, takes becoming aware at a new level as a leader. Right? And that is to ask more than tell. Mm. Um, we've been conditioned that you go to a leader for answers. Mm. And there's certainly a time for that. But if you want to be someone who really builds people, if you want to build an organization that has a culture of kindness and, and, and authenticity and, act, and, and active, active motion forward, then you've got to recondition yourself to ask more than tell. And the reason is, whenever you ask someone how they think, whenever you ask someone for their inputs or their feedbacks, how do they feel right away? They feel valued. Yeah. They feel like respected. Yeah. Right. So it's an incredibly powerful way to deliver kindness by making them feel like, hey, I'm important. I matter. They yeah. really believe, they value what I think. Yeah. Right. And not only that, when we ask more than tell, we give people a chance to think for themselves. Yeah. And that's the only way that they can grow. And finally, by asking more than tell, we ignite their energy because the quality of our team will be determined by the quality of the questions we ask each other. So when we ask more than tell, if our goal is to build people, teams, and relationships, it's vital, it's vital to deliver kindness in the form of asking more than tell. Get ready to fall in love with the unforgettable Bob Goff as we revisit a couple key moments from our conversation with him in episode 206. I cannot believe the ep- like the words coming out of my mouth are that Bob Goff was on the show and I'm now recapped. Like, I just, I can't go. Let's go. <laughs> the two becoming one. When we got married, she thought we were going to become her. <laughs> oh, heck no. But, but, uh, but I'm not trying to be like her and she's not trying to be like me. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to express whatever God has said, Paul talking to Timothy said to fan the flame of this unique gift that God has given you. So man, find that flame and fan that. And stop tending everybody else's fire. Just fan your flame. Oh, that's, that's so good. good. Keep that's your so eyes good. on your own paper. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I love it. There's a kid who has wanted to go to that university for a really, really long time. Do you know what he did yesterday? He got on a plane uh, on the West Coast. He flew as far as you can to the East Coast. He walked up to her door and knocked. He had himself dressed as a, a delivery service. Uh, <laughs> and he said, is this girl here? Uh, she answers the door. Uh, he's got her admission to the university. He hand delivered it. This is the <gasps> president of a massive top tier university. He flew across the country to hand deliver her acceptance. That is Jesus. So my next question is, if you could do anything over in your life, what would it be? Or would you do anything over in your life? Yeah, I think I would have. uh, There's a couple things that I've tried that didn't work. I probably would have not uh, done those. It wasn't like... uh, I was aiming to not have it work. I bought a house in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill. uh, And I just wanted these people that were running our government to get along. And we didn't put a name on it like a Chris Tomlin song. It was just like a house. (laughs) It was across the street from the Supreme Court. Isn't that crazy? For years and years, it got operated. I didn't want to go meet these guys. I'm kind of apolitical. But it just made sense. I had a docent there who made lunches for people and they came and it wasn't to do fundraisers. I think it was just to be together and each of these branches of government would uh, go. And then something changed and 
uh, everybody stopped coming because a couple crazy things happened uh, several blocks away. And uh, and so the real estate market had crashed at that time. It was just like it decimated. And I sold it. I got creamed. Oh, like no. I, I, I lost so much money. I, and we were not like sitting on bags of money like for furniture. Like I, <laughs> I didn't have it. It was just a great idea. Would I do that again? Heck no. <laughs> but here's the deal. I want to fail trying. I don't want to mm-hmm. fail watching. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that are failing watching. And last but not least, one of our more recent solo shows that you all voted as one of your favorite episodes ever, episode 291, How to Combat Self-Doubt, Insecurity, and Imposter Syndrome. Let's dive in. If I'm insecure about who I am, or my abilities or whatever. I'm saying that God made a mistake with me and I'm believing the lie that I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. It's all in my strength. It's all me, 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 me. No, everyone will judge me. Everyone will think that I'm not good enough. And so in any insecurity that you have or any doubt or or fear that I'm not good enough, step through that because God is more powerful than you when you let Satan into your mind to convince you that you are not qualified enough to do something, you're not enough to do something, you don't look cool, people won't accept you, you're letting that stop you from going after the thing that God has put on your heart or doing the thing that he's called you to do. And, yeah. and we miss out on the life-changing power that someone else will experience by us not showing up doing the thing that God has called us to do. Like, Amen. Satan thrives in that, in preventing you from living the, the life that God's called you to do. He thrives. Amen. When you're placing your identity in people's opinions of you, which is ultimately at the end of the day, I think the the deep down source of self-doubt, of imposter syndrome, yeah. of insecurity, it's placing a, people's opinions of you higher than than the Lord's, which is should be your identity if, if you're a believer, like that's what we believe. It's that placing your opinion of people high as a priority in your life. What did I say? I bet I, that came out wrong. Placing your identity in people's opinions of you. There we go. There you go. like sitting on standing on quicksand. Like people's opinions are constantly changing. They're going to sway with the wind. If people hate you today, they're going to love you tomorrow. If they think you're weird today, they're going to forget and focus on their own problems tomorrow. Like or they're going to love you today and hate you tomorrow. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh yeah. You could be as high. You could be a celebrity. You could be freaking. I mean, Taylor Swift is a great example. People loved her. She was freaking America's sweetheart. And then Kanye West just was like, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she fell. And now she's back on top. Like, like people's opinions sway in the wind. We cannot trust that. And my question is like, why are you placing so much power on something as fickle as a stranger's opinion of you? Uh, and I've had like, I have had multiple people over time, just like send me scathing messages that literally like you are a loser. Like I was literally reading one earlier today to Evie and we were like yeah. laughing hysterically, <laughs> but like literally I get those and I literally, I'll look at it in my inbox. And I'll be like, nah. Well, and then I'll delete it. Like literally it has become a chuckle in my day because I know whose I am. I know my identity. I know I'm not a loser according to God. All right. The tissues have been shed. The power punches have been given. Tissues have been shed? What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? Wait, okay. This is a perfect intro to the bloopers, guys. The bloopers are next. And what a better way to intro the bloopers than with a literal blooper. Wow. Okay. Perfect. You get You get it. What I was going to say, what I meant to say, was that the moments of power have been over. That didn't even make sense. Okay. 
You get it. We're going into bloopers because it wouldn't be a true Heart and Hustle podcast episode without truly uh, just sharing the basket cases that we are. And truly, our audio engineer is like the only one that really hears any of this other than ourselves. So enjoy but the now rest you, of the episode. Yes. Now you get to enjoy. So uh, prepare to laugh and let's roll the bloopers. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. 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 You ready? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Am I loud? Am I too loud? Like, am I good? No, I think you're fine. Okay. Oh, gosh. Beautiful. Like, it feels like, am I peaking? I feel like my game's up. Maybe it's just my, I don't know. Hello. 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 Oh, that's worse. Okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. I turned my game down. Cool. That that probably just made Hayden's job harder. No, because it was just the intro. If you turned down mid-episode, it might have been more difficult, but. Well, I don't know. He's probably rolling his eyes right now. I know. He's probably like, yes, it is more difficult. Hold on. (laughs) Copper is barking. Um, Can you pause the recording and I'm going to open the door so he can go outside? Wait, I have a question before we do this. Uh, (laughs) Are you announcing, like, are you you sharing that? Yeah, you are in the the intro. So this is, we're not like starting the episode, like saying it's, okay, great. So Hayden, we're doing the intro at the end of this. Just FYI. Okay, great. Well, I feel like we should do a different recording. Why? Because I, the point of doing it after was to see what we talked about and like type that in and then record. So I feel like we should stop the main body, change that sentence, and then do a new clip. Does that make sense? No. We can just start talking. We can adjust the intro at the end. When yeah, we're that's what done. I'm... Yes, that's what I'm saying. I thought you meant stop the recording right now. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you're, you're good. I thought you meant just like... After the body's recorded, while we keep recording, we're then going to start the intro. And I was like, no, no we'll new just, recording. We'll, yeah, no, I get that. Oh, <laughs> I I see what you're saying. <laughs> like this the way we just, do it with normal guest episodes. Yes, like we yes. record the body and then we do the intro. Okay, great, great. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> okay. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. Okay, okay. That, that was good. That was also like 47 seconds. That's great. Let's do take two. Just give ourselves okay. options. okay. Okay. I'm like hyperventilating. This is so much more intense than a freaking normal intro. Okay. Hey friend, I'm Lindsay Roman. And I no, am- was, I'm sorry. That was trash. <laughs> I go, I'm Lindsay Roman. Okay. The way you like softened your voice. Yeah, no, it was like, okay. Cause I, this is going to come right after it goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do it one more time. I think, uh, <coughs> not to get soft. I think I, I was getting soft. And I think you were getting soft. Like, does that make sense? Like, where it's like, we're talking? Like, like does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah. I also like, was like, on the like verge of coughing. Voice. Oh, okay. I thought I was, to, uh, okay. Try to okay. use head voice. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. 